everyone. Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are tapping into the grounded Capricorn energy present now, practicing Earth magic and finding peace, well-being, and security in the present moment while considering new visualizations for your future life. Omicron is certainly making the beginning of the new year more challenging than we would like it to be. Thankfully, the symptoms appear to be on the mild side, though. Hopefully, this is the last wave of this thing. Hopefully, it does its virus thing soon and joins all the other cold and flu viruses that we just live with each year. And my big takeaway from all of this is how appallingly poor our health care really, system really is here in Canada, you know, and our elder care for that, you know, for that matter. Uh, you know, we lag even behind the Americans in beds per person. Um, and if our health care system was what it should be and what we in Canada deserve, then our rights under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms would not be being violated on a daily basis by Trudeau and Legault. Um, yes, you know, get vaccinated if you can get vaccinated. You know, not that va- getting vaccinated is actually going to prevent you from getting or spreading the virus, but... Um, Consider also, you know, engaging in activism that compels the federal government to properly fund health care, you know, across this land. And that mandates each province to comply to this, you know, new um, correct standard. Um, The government should focus far more on health care and including dental and daycare moving forward. Uh, better standards and more affordable health care, you know, education for young people should also be a primary focus and affordable housing. You know, I think our our government, we really get to focus on that, you know, on the human stuff that, you know, that helps all of us live, uh, you know, live better. Affordable housing, it's deplorable that homelessness exists in a land as rich as Canada. Um, You know, homeless people trying to find, you know, find a place to uh, survive this, uh, you know this latest wave of the of the virus is you know mind boggling how they're how they're trying to cope. You know, um, so yes, we need to take action to improve the uh, um, the serv- the level of service that our government provides us in the in the human uh, need areas. And you know what we do not need and what we must speak out against. Is a, you know is the forming of an authoritar- authoritarian police state where we have to show a code on our phone everywhere we go for the rest of our freaking lives. David Bowie died five years ago today. Now I don't believe in religion or God. There's you know too much hate, violence, discrimination, and oppression there for me, both in the past and in the present day world. I don't come from a particularly religious background, you know, but uh, church, in my family's the case, the Anglican church, was present to some degree. Uh, I mean, I've always related more to being an Aquarian than I ever did an Anglican, when it's all said and done. As a young teen in the early 70s who was concerned primarily with human rights, I moved away completely from religion and toward Wicca. 
you know, uh, women's rights um, were, you know, stepping into the forefront. And certainly, you know, and the importance of uh, uh, access to abortion, you know, were key issues in, this, in, the, in the very early 70s um, as I was, you know, starting to come into myself as a, as a free-thinking person and no longer a child. You know, access to birth control, uh, gay rights, equal access to employment for all people, and the need for the abolition of the aberrant practice of slavery everywhere in the world were all key c- causes in my move, move away from religion because all of those things, rela- religion was responsible in a great deg- degree in creating. Um, you know, also the fact that religions advocated the burning of witches and still, you know, uh, in parts of the world... Uh, practice hate against them. Um, this more individual spiritual path resonated with me and, and you know, also on an ancestral level, once I really began practicing it, um, I have lived this before is, uh, you know, is something I came to know to be true. Astrology and tarot were early teen fascinations of mine, and I studied them with much more vigor than, you know, certainly some of my classes in high school, you know. Uh, <laughs> calculus a little iffy, you know, math. <laughs> but uh, give me astrology and tarot and uh, and the mystic arts. I was right in there. Um, musically, you know, twelve and thirteen, I was listening to glam rock. Uh, um, Mark Boland, T Rex, uh, Lou Reed, the trans, you know, Transformer album, and then of course all the earlier stuff in uh, he did with Velvet Underground, uh, Alice Cooper. And David Bowie. The first album I heard was Ziggy Stardust. I heard it at my friend's day, Dave's place. Uh, his brother, his older brother, was a DJ at a college radio station, and he, you know, he said, "Hey, you guys should listen to this new album we got." And, uh, and wow, um, you know, uh, Ziggy Stardust uh, blew us all away. The androgynous star man turned rock star with a message of hope for the planet. Um, the first Bowie show uh, show I saw live, you know, concert I saw was uh, um, his Diamond Dogs tour. That, that remains best show ever for me. Um, Bob Marley was pretty good a few years later. Um, but, you know, I, there's a couple of Bowie shows that really, uh, that really stand out in Diamond Dogs' top. Uh, you know, there's a, like a wrecked Future City backstage backdrop, like nothing I've ever seen before or after. Um, all sorts of uh, stage props, uh, great band, great music, epic concert. Um, I wanted to see Bowie 12 more times, most of those shows, shows during the tours of his uh, golden age in the 1970s. Uh, yeah, it's that first show that really sticks out. I was listening to my Bowie playlist early this morning. Um... And I uh, posted a, a song on my, some of my social media as an homage to this wonderful artist, uh, my favorite. Uh, I chose 1984 from Time and Dogs. It's, you know, as I was, the song came on, I started listening. I go, holy crap, this seems appropriate given all that's going on. You know, I, of course, I, I read the novel in, uh, in high school. Um, I would have read it anyway if it wasn't assigned. Um, or Wells, you know dystopic nightmare future vision and I never thought I'd actually live to see the authoritarianism of 1984 manifest in my life in the you know the place I lived but here we are in Quebec and Canada in 2022 and it's happening and all due to a dumb virus 
I am a hopeful sort, though. Most of we Aquarians are, and you know, and and, and I believe in you know, I believe in the planets and in, and in nature, and I believe in the elements, and I believe in magic, and I believe in spirit, and yes, I believe in David Bowie. R.I.P. Starman. Weekly moon cycle for Monday, January tenth to Sunday, January fifteenth. Uh, make that the sixteenth. <laughs> Uh, important information for spell casting, for those magically inclined, and for day-to-day living for all. The moon, of course, provides an emotional and experience emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. Um, it's building. This phase is good for spells or energy work geared toward attracting, initiating new beginnings, nurturing, and growing all things. The moon transits from the cardinal fire sign of Aries to the fixed earth sign of Taurus at 9.47 a.m. Eastern Time Monday. This will ground us for the first couple of days of the week and have us focused on creating structure and order in our life and putting energy toward our physical and material well-being and security, both in the micro and the macro. Earth, moon, and rising people will be uh, most at home with these lunar energies. Uh, The moon shifts from Taurus to the mutable air sign of Gemini at 10.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday. Now we are curious and our thoughts and actions are exploratory in nature. Um, this mutable air um, forms quickly and, uh, and, and, uh, and intensely and then breaks down and goes, you know, moves somewhere else. Uh, so we may be less sta- stable emotionally uh, as a result of this. And we may find ourselves jumping around from idea to idea or from person to person or task to task. Um, Gemini energy, particularly Gemini lunar energy is like that, you know, um, um, people with Gemini moons tend to get bored pretty easily, uh, in the natal sense. Um, and so, yeah, um, what we want to be careful when the moon is in Gemini is, uh, um, is against, you know, being too quick to jump, jump to judgment, um, Air moon people, of course, will manage this, uh, this lunar transit energy best. Uh, the moon flows into the cardinal water sign of Cancer on uh, Saturday at 11.11 a.m. Eastern Time. Ah, 11.11. Magic time there, particularly for the numerology people. Um, home, family, feelings are what the weekend will, all be, will be all about. Uh, these lunar energies are quite conducive to creativity based in emotion. And, you know, in fact, some may need the cathartic release that comes through self-expression. Uh, those in love will feel a need to be close to their love, um, which sets up conditions for a cozy, romantic winter weekend. Um, some may find this a lonely water moon, and they should seek, health, seek healthy, supportive connections where they can. Water sign people experience the Cancer moon best. Just remember that the secret to any calm, serene, and balanced water moon weekend is to step away from the drama. Yes, people, step away from the drama. Uh, Planetary placements uh, for the week. Uh, The sun starts the week at 20 degrees of Capricorn. Mercury is 8 degrees of Aquarius. Venus is at 7 degrees of Capricorn retrograde. And yes, I'll say it again. 
Uh, this is an abnormally long transit of Venus through the, uh, through a sign due to the retrograde incurring entirely in the sign of Capricorn that began December 19th, 2021 and will continue to January 29th, 2022. The actual transit of Venus through Capricorn will end March 6th. Um, I feel that, you know, Venus in Capricorn offers a lot of positive energy um, for people around um, assessing and, um, and reforming their relationship with relationships and their love life. Um, Mars is at 19 degrees of Sagittarius to start the week. So now take a look at, um, at your natal chart. As you should, you know, when you look at the lunar uh, cycle as well. Take a look at your natal chart. See where the moon's, which, which area uh, uh, of your chart the moon is passing over, as well as these inner planets. Now you're going to be able to see, you know, which areas of life are going to be most impacted and affected um, for you uh, due to the lunar transit, lunar cycle of the week, and the uh, fast tracking action of the inner planets. Um, Jupiter is at 2 degrees of Pisces. Saturn is 12 degrees of Aquarius. Gosh, we love Jupiter and Pisces. This, in many respects, this is just a, a wonderful blessing um, at the tail end of, you know, hopefully the near tail end of a, of a pandemic. Uh, Saturn, 12 degrees of Aquarius. Um, Uranus, 10 degrees of Taurus. Neptune, 20 degrees of Pisces. Um, Pluto is at 26 degrees of Capricorn. Chiron, the healer, is 8 degrees of Aries. Black Moon Lilith, 19 degrees of Gemini. North Node, 0 degrees Gemini. South Node, 0 degrees Sagittarius. Karmic Axis, therefore, is 0 degrees Sagittarius to Gemini or Gemini to Sagittarius. So go back to your natal chart and see where those points of astrology are. Stuff is definitely brewing there in the areas of life ruled by that house. So again, you know, what's astrology? Well, it's planets. It's signs, it's houses, it's relationships between all three. And so, you know, by uh, seeing what are the house rulerships of uh, houses that are affected um, by passing transits, you're able to see, you know, kind of what's up for you um, in the coming week. Um, for all you sorceresses and alchemists out there, the lunar cycle for the week is cardinal fire to fixed earth to mutable air to cardinal water. Uh, the static elemental table for the week is three points water, five points fire, ten points earth, and six air. The quality of the week, cardinal. We are in Capricorn season. Um, we're at 20 degrees of Capricorn today, so 10, 10 degrees to go, and then it's Aquarius season. <laughs> um, planetary events for the coming week. Wednesday, Ceres goes direct in Taurus. The asteroid of love and comfort moving forward again in Taurus has us see our way clear to breaking down the barriers against love and connection we erect in our life, and more importantly, understanding the importance of doing so. I mean, some of these things can be defensive, but they still, you know, serve to uh, separate us or isolate us. Um, you know, I, I really think that I'm, humans are, are we're, we're, you know, 
we we need to connect with other humans even you know even solitary air types like me um friday mercury goes retrograde in aquarius speaking of air types um the planet of the mind and communication and conceptual creativity goes retrograde in the most free-thinking progressive and intellectual air sign the next two weeks have us revisiting analyzing processing and developing new viewpoints and perspectives on our own life and um collectively as well it would probably be best to wait however until after the retrograde to share our new insights and activate said uh, new initiatives and solutions as communication is often cloudy during mercury retrogrades and things have a habit of breaking down during retrograde uh, under retrograde energies aspects of note for the week monday the sun in capricorn sextiles neptune in pisces uh the celestial energies monday are dreamy imaginative and inspirational spiritual work undertaken now can lead to deep insights uh, and important moments of clarity into our personal mythology our psyche our pleasant placement in life uh our present place in life our and our overall you know journey in this life beautiful art can be created under these energies we are more intuitive and empathetic now there's a warm sweet ease in both love and friendship connections we feel and we want to express affection we feel a greater connection to the community we live in and we want to contribute to the well-being of others and the overall harmony of the community the melded pisces and capricorn energies of this sun neptune sextile will be strong right through to tuesday evening uh tuesday mars and mars and sagittarius squares neptune and pisces so caution here as distraction can easily lead to accident or misadventure under these energies um this is one where you really want to be paying attention folks uh, these energies are also more impulsive than spontaneous if you understand the difference and thus are conduct uh, conducive to acting out or reacting to things in ways that you know can undermine your well-being or your you know or your position and and uh you know or you know you can um self-sabotage more easily under these issue uh, energies i guess uh, stay spiritual um stay away from situations rife with malicious gossip and drama lest any of it get on you uh stay above all that crap if you can um so that's the that's the set mars square uh, neptune um it it's going to be effect in effect uh you know it'll um carry over into wednesday as well so just you know be a, be more vigilant and more prudent um those couple of days there um with what you, you know what kind of energies you choose to uh, involve yourself with now sunday we have a sun in capricorn conjunct pluto and capricorn desire and ambition meet transformation when the sun and pluto meet in capricorn you know there's a reason the devil card of the major arcana is associated with capricorn um all of the signs have a major arcana card uh you know uh um aries gets the magician um that's the way i've always seen it for example um now um the moon goes to cancer in my mind um so capricorn gets the devil and while it while capricorn is a quieter sign that can be deceiving capricorn is ambitious 
Capricorn's an excellent strategist, very attracted to power, and loves to experience pleasure in all its forms. Um, so more to Capricorn than you might think um, if you're just getting your information via, you know, memes, which are great. And because anything, you know, as long as it's accurate, anything that's, you know, great, that's um, bringing awareness and interest to astrology is, you know, is wonderful as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, you know, we also need to dig deeper. Um, this, you know, so this empowering conjunction has us looking to transform ourselves and our life in very practical ways, you know, that best suit our needs in the present and moving forward. That's so Sunday, big transformative energies that also carry forward into Monday. Um, like those sun, uh, um, uh, sun Pluto conjunctions. Um, and this is it. This is the one for this year. So um, now for daily aspect reports. Follow me on Instagram at Duncan Delamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section there. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for that. And my other social media on my Instagram. Um, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I will be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others. <laughs>